0: Brilliance Audio presents the unabridged recording of Phantoms by Dean Kuntz, performed by Buck Scherner. This book is dedicated to the one who is always there, the one who always cares, the one who always understands, the one like whom there is no other, Gerda, my wife and my best friend. Part One Victims Fear came upon me and trembling... THE BOOK OF JOB, 414. The civilized human spirit cannot get rid of a feeling of the uncanny. Dr. Faustus Thomas Mann 1. THE TOWN JAIL The scream was distant and brief, a woman's scream. Deputy Paul Henderson looked up from his copy of Time. He cocked his head, listening. Motes of dust drifted lazily in a bright shaft of sunlight that pierced one of the mullioned windows. The thin red second hand of the wall clock swept soundlessly around the dial. The only noise was the creak of Henderson's office chair as he shifted his weight in it. Through the large front windows he could see a portion of Snowfield's main street, Skyline Road, which was perfectly still and peaceful in the golden afternoon sunshine. Only the trees moved "'leaves a flutter in a soft wind. "'After listening intently for several seconds, "'Henderson was not sure he had actually heard anything. "'Imagination,' he told himself, "'just wishful thinking. "'He almost would have preferred that someone had screamed. "'He was restless. "'During the off-season from April through September, "'he was the only full-time sheriff's deputy "'assigned to the Snowfield substation, "'and the duty was dull. "'In the winter,' When the town was host to several thousand skiers, there were drunks to be dealt with, fist fights to be broken up, and room burglaries to be investigated at the inns, lodges, and motels where the skiers stayed. But now, in early September, only the Candle Glow Inn, one lodge, and two small motels were open, and the natives were quiet, and Henderson, who was just twenty-four years old and concluding his first year as a deputy, was bored. He sighed, looked down at the magazine that lay on his desk, and heard another scream. As before, it was distant and brief, but this time it sounded like a man's voice. It wasn't merely a shriek of excitement or even a cry of alarm. It was the sound of terror. Frowning, Henderson got up and headed toward the door, adjusting the holstered revolver on his right hip. He stepped through the swinging gate in the railing that separated the public area from the bullpen, and he was halfway to the door when he heard movement in the office behind him. That was impossible. He had been alone in the office all day, and there hadn't been any prisoners in the three holding cells since early last week. The rear door was locked, and that was the only other way into the jail. When he turned, however, he discovered that he wasn't alone anymore, and suddenly— He wasn't the least bit bored.